0: Chapter 12, Sparky's Garage I had finished up two paintings and was letting them touch dry so I could deliver them to the DLC headquarters. One was called Sadie's Placid Lake and the other one was Isadora's Studio, a street scene. Veronica knew they were coming and I had said I would have them there by 11 o'clock. That would add another $3,000 to the coffers. I also had an appointment to get my car fixed at Sparky's Auto Repair. I hope they knew what the hell was wrong with it. I also wanted to schedule a date with Linda via her email. The squealing noise from my car had gotten even louder when I pulled into the mill building parking lot. It was warm the previous night, so I knew my paintings were pretty dry. I wouldn't have to handle them like a hot pizza. I ran upstairs and stopped to check in with James. He was working on his latest collage painting hybrid. I didn't want to have a full-blown conversation with him, So I held onto the edge of the doorway and leaned into his area as if I were an awkward drunk. If I went all the way in, then I'd be obligated to have a full conversation with him. But I had to get out of there quickly. He saw me and said, You've been busy. Hey, if Gary is buying, then I'm painting. How
1: many is it this week? Two. You're practically an assembly line.
0: Right. It's too bad I couldn't outsource all this work to Asia. The girl you were with was cute. James stopped painting for a moment.
1: What was her name again?
0: Linda. I'm hoping to set something up with her later today.
1: Does that mean we'll get discounts at the Art Attack store?
0: I'll see what I can do. I straightened myself out in the doorway. Okay, I need to scram. I'm just here to get my paintings. James waved goodbye with his brush. I grabbed the two paintings from my space and bounded down the stairs out to my car. It took 20 minutes to get over to the DLC headquarters. I pulled through the front parking lot and drove around back to the loading dock. Veronica had said to leave the paintings in the same spot as last time. I parked next to the loading dock, grabbed my paintings, and took the concrete stairs two at a time. Mookie was sitting in his little room, reading a newspaper. There was nobody else around. Hey, Mook," I said. I figure I could be in and out of there in five minutes. Mookie looked up from his paper. He saw me holding two paintings out by my side. Hey, Mr. Artist. He had no idea what my name was. Whatever. I said, Veronica told me to put these new paintings in the same spot. She'll come down here later to get them. Oh, that Veronica's a cutie. He probably didn't remember our conversation from last time. There was a wooden pallet of old filing cabinets wrapped in plastic in the exact same spot. I held up my paintings and asked Mookie, where can I put these? He slowly put down his paper, got up, and shuffled towards me. What you got there? He asked. Oh, Jesus Christ. I needed to be at Sparky's garage in 15 minutes. Can I just give these to you? Veronica said she'll be down here to get them. You'll have to sign for them. He began to shuffle back to his little room. I got paperwork over here. All right, forget it. I quickly scanned the hallway filled with office junk. I said, Can't I just leave them on the pallet? Those are going out. I wouldn't do that. Well, can't we just move it over a little bit? Okay. Let me get the mover. Mookie shuffled to the opposite side of the loading dock and got a pallet mover. He slowly pushed it in my direction.
1: I hear we might get a thunderstorm tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I said. I did a little impatient bounce, hoping he'd miraculously accelerate. We could really use the rain. Yeah, right, rain, I said. He finally got the device under the pallet cranked the lever up and down a few times and moved the filing cabinets towards us a few feet. There could be flooding, he warned. I gritted my teeth and said, Right, right, I got my opening. I placed my paintings in exactly the same spot as last time. Veronica couldn't miss them. I took a few huge strides towards my car. I said, Thanks, Mook. I almost made it to the stairs when I heard behind me, Hopefully it's not the El Nino. I spoke sprinted the rest of the distance to my car. I pulled into Sparky's auto repair with my engine squealing away, announcing my arrival. I had made it just in time. The engine light had come on. I caught myself thinking, I just need to keep this car on the road long enough to do six more paintings. I had this weird realization that I could, in a sense, paint myself some money. I approached the mechanic sitting at the front counter. He was staring at a computer monitor that was covered in greasy fingerprints. I scheduled an appointment at 11, I said. Without looking up, the mechanic said, Sounds like a serpentine belt. The engine light also came on. He typed a few keystrokes, then said, Let me have your keys. We'll give you a call with an estimate. I don't have another car. When do you think it'll be ready? I asked him. The mechanic scooped up my keys and walked out into the Bay Area. Probably around 5, he said over his shoulder. Wonderful. I was stuck there for six hours. I accepted my fate and evaluated the creature comforts of an auto repair shop waiting room, a coke machine, a half-empty candy machine in the corner, some well-worn copies of Popular Mechanics on a little table, and all the Michelin tire samples a guy could ever fondle. I took a seat on a green plastic couch that sat in front of a window and sighed. Normally, a girlfriend or wife would save the day in this type of situation. She'd pick you up and give you your life back. But no, I'm a dope. I didn't have a spouse or girlfriend of any kind. That reminded me. I now had time to email Linda. I had pulled out my phone when the world's oldest dog appeared from behind the counter and slowly ambled up to me. He stopped at my knee and gave me a sad, Kill me now, look. The dog was overweight and had a couple of weird bumps growing on his torso. I scratched his head and said, How you going, fella? He squinted his eyes as if he was enjoying the intention for that moment, then turned around and disappeared back behind the counter. Maybe I was the highlight of that dog's day. I should stop bitching about my situation. I could be stuck working here full time. I opened up the mail app on my phone and typed in this message. Two... Linda, 473659, at gmail.com, from artsyfartsy600 at gmail.com. Subject, benefits of sauerkraut. Happy face emoticon Hey, Linda! Exclamation point. Wikipedia says that sauerkraut is a time-honored folk remedy for canker sores. See? Question mark. There are some good things to say about sauerkraut. Exclamation point. I've recently come down with a case of, quote, art madness, unquote, and there's only one place that can treat its symptoms. I was hoping you were interested in helping me treat my affliction. Gavin, I had hit send and waited. A half-filled coffee pot was sitting on the other side of the room near a wiper blade display. Maybe I could get some coffee if I was totally desperate. The gumball machine next to me was filled with incredibly old M&Ms that had deteriorated into these little pieces. How long had that thing been sitting there? An alert sound from my phone grabbed my attention.
1: To artsyfartsy900 at gmail.com from Linda473659 at gmail.com. Subject regarding benefits of sauerkraut. Smiley face. I also checked Wikipedia. It says excessive consumption of sauerkraut may lead to bloating and flatulence. LOL. I might be interested in helping you with your prognosis. Text me at 508 289
0: 1827 Linda. Woohoo! I got her phone number. I entered it permanently into my contacts and opened up the message app. I typed in GAVIN, colon, all caps, tap, 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 is this thing on, question mark. About a minute later, I got this for a reply.
1: Linda, I had to find my phone,
0: LOL. The mechanic came back inside the front office and wiped his hands on a little red rag. Your car needs a new serpentine belt and the catalytic converter is shot. Your car won't pass emissions without it. I looked up at him. Yeah, great. The front tires only have three millimeters of treads left. You should replace those, too, he said with a blank expression. That's all right, I said. How much is it going to cost just to do the engine? A little over a grand. Then just do that. I squeezed my phone impatiently. I'll do the tires later. The mechanic headed back towards the garage. All right, he said with a you'll be sorry tone in his voice. Finally, he was gone. I could focus on my phone. Gavin, I'm getting my car repaired. Another $1,000 into the toilet.
1: Linda, where?
0: Gavin, Sparky's in Eastboro.
1: Linda, I know where that is.
0: Gavin, I knew I should have taken shop class instead of art back in high school.
1: Linda, Make sure they give you all the parts. Gavin, what am I supposed to do with them? Linda, I don't know. Build a sculpture out of them?
0: LOL. Gavin, I was hoping you could help me with my ailment. Linda, art madness? Gavin, I need somebody to take me to the MFA. The MFA is the Boston Museum of Fine Art. It's one of the largest museums in the country. I figured this was a safe spot for a first date.
1: Linda, In a wheelchair? Gavin, LOL. I may need one. Linda, I'm not going to catch Art Madness 2, am I? Gavin, you might. Wink emoticon. Linda, okay. Let's get infected.
0: Smiley face.